Hello, Romy. How are you? I'm very good, thanks. Hello, yeah. people. Hi, people. Welcome to a late people night, limited time podcast. Late night, limited time. Dun, dun, dun. Coming to a uh, show near you. Absolutely, yeah. That was really bad. It's cool, don't worry yeah. about it. Hi, Romy, what have you been up to? Um, what have I been up to? Uh, you go first, because you've been up to more <laughs> exciting things than it's me. It's true. I, um, I went to New York... No, yeah, no, you didn't. I did. Don't be silly. It was so cool. They won't let you into America. They did, although, right, the security yeah. was well rude. He was just like, who are you? I'm like, Richard Walker. <laughs> like, do you have a job? I'm like, yeah, I've got a job. What do you do? I'm a business retention station. Get in. <laughs> it was like, chill out, man, you know? Yeah. I didn't realise they were staffed entirely by psychopaths. What but... do you think they would have said no to, like, if you'd been like, I'm a lion tamer? They would have been like, no, you're not. I don't know. Well, I guess they just didn't want me coming over there to steal their gerbs. Well, yeah, I know, but, like, when he was like, what is your job? Like, what would have been an unacceptable answer? I'd probably. That's the question. I, I, I don't know. Donald Trump usurper? Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah. Uh, fake news wrangler. Yes. Oh, journalist. You would have got kicked out of the country if you said journalist. Shadow without. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Tell I us went, about New York. Went to New York. And life's really the beautiful cool. people. Saw all the stuff. Yeah. Uh, went to the Natural History Museum, saw the dinosaurs. Yeah. Went on a cruise with champagne around the Statue of Liberty. It's literally like all of your favourite things that you're listing right here. I know. Boats, Boats dinosaurs, water, dinosaurs, alcohol. Alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> pizza? Uh, saw, How much uh, pizza did you had, have? I had quite a bit of pizza. I've just determined a stern word with rape because I've seen two slices of pizza untouched in this house. I'm sorry, it won't happen again. It goes again, against though. the rules it of the house. It won't happen again. Um, pizza always gets eaten. Adam and I today went to the Pizza Hut buffet. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was How was that? It was good, but not as good as New York. Uh, um, what pizza did you have in New York? You haven't told the people about the pizza. I had... We, we ordered takeaway on our first night there because we got into the room like well late. Okay. And it was dreadful. And I was really? like, oh, no, I'm going to have a week of terrible pizza. Oh, God. But then every other pizza we had was amazing. Yeah. So it was fine. Was it like um, big, thin pizza? Or was it... Yeah, it was. Chicago's deep dish, isn't it? And I ordered a, a Philly cheesesteak pizza. Ooh, Because that I thought it sounded good. amazing. And then it was it was rubbish. Oh. But the next day I had a Philly cheesesteak sandwich. Yeah. It was, was it great. Also? So, oh, I'm so jealous. So, yeah. I'm, Why are we talking about food I've eaten? Yeah. And I just consumed a shit ton of nougat and I'm still just, hungry just nougat well I had I had food like yeah. normal food and then I've just eaten a shit ton of nougat crazy um, and I'm now hungry because you're talking about pizza and there's half a slice of pizza in this room sorry um, so New York was good <laughs> um, but yeah then we did well you, you talked first because we did an escape room didn't we yes we did do we escaped room. from a submarine yeah that was fun it was that really was cool, cool. Um, yeah I enjoyed that and I was really bad at it I basically did nothing I had Rick in like my little section as well so Rick basically just did everything you I wasn't very definitely good helped. at it I wasn't very good you definitely helped there were bits I where I was completely stuck and you were like here's a spanner <laughs> I am a spanner. <laughs> That's true. I don't know where I'm going with this. But, I'm a bit um, sleep deprived. But yeah, how was your so. week, Romy? Yeah, um, yeah, it's it's been cool. Um, photographed a couple of really cool gigs. Awesome. Um, Glass Caves was awesome. The band who supported them were really good as well. Sly Antics, I really good enjoyed stuff. them. Um, went to Three Sixty Club on the Friday night which I'm still really annoyed with you about because you hadn't told me how good the 360 Club I was. I did tell you it was pretty cool. Um, so if you're listening to it 
our this podcast on the day of re- of the release, I would recommend that you go and live in Leeds. Of course, like you have to live in Leeds. We don't have to, but okay. New Yorkers, way. come down. Yeah, um, go 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 to Three Sixty Club. They put like four local bands on every Friday, and it's really awesome. It's and it's not safe. like a, I don't know, like just shitty like four bands in a pub it's like a proper sort of they put it on proper yeah exactly no, it's it was really cool i really enjoyed yeah. it um went to another gig at lending rooms um on tuesday which was cool as well um i think 360 club has a bit more of a following slash um it's decent man. i guess yeah, on a friday good. night it helps it a yeah, bit as well turnout. um so the turnout for that wasn't as good as it being at 360 club but it was still a fun gig cool Awesome. Um, well, so I don't think I've been up to that much. Well, fair enough. Um, so yeah. good. It's because I've not been here. Yeah, exactly. You've been doing cool, keep exciting life things. Crazy. Yeah, I, I'm just flat, flat searching at the moment. Oh, so, fun times. Fun, fun, Adulting. fun. Good Woo-hoo. stuff. So, news. News. Moving onwards. Yeah, I um, I only really have one thing to say. Let live. Yeah, they called it a day. What the fuck? I know. They were cool. They were really cool. I liked them. I'm sad they're gone. Um, I didn't really listen to that to them that much on record, but I'd heard really really good things about the live show, and I'd been meaning to see them um, for a long time. And now I guess I won't get that chance, which is sad. That's such a shame. Yeah, they've said. Um, I think they've sort of said like that's it for now. Um, okay. I do think it's a, it is sort of like that's it. Like they're not planning on doing anything else, but I don't think it's like it's one of those like hiatus things. Oh, where I'm, like, well, they'll come back in a few years. I don't think they will. I don't know whether they will though. No, I think not. it was sort of like a a uh, flash flash in the pan sort of uh, oh, moment. Bad times. But yeah, the cool oh, well. band. Um, yeah, they are cool. Anyway. Check them out. What, they're, they're good stuff. What news have you got for us um, this week? Not much. Nothing big, really. Uh, Mass and Don have been announced to headline the Metal Hammer Golden Gods. All right. Um, which is interesting because normally they have kind of quite old legend bands headlining. Like the two times I've been, it's been Anthrax and Twisted Sister. Yeah. Um, so it's it's kind of cool they've got a newer band yeah, that's cool. headlining it. A I different guess. band as well. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Um, Stone Sour have released a, released a new track. What's it called? Uh, I can't remember. I knew you were going to ask that. <laughs> um, I listened to it literally earlier today. Come on. Um, I'll see uh, if you can find it. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Um, this isn't news, and I'm going to mention it in my uh, recommendations as well. Um, but. Um, Chorus FM have been doing um, uh, In the Spotlight. Um, well, they've done this feature called In the Spotlight, and it's um, 50 bands that you sort of should check out. And it's not sort of big bands or anything like that. It's very much like bands that you wouldn't have heard of. One of them is Black Foxes, who I've been um, going on about for a while. Right. Um, but it's a really cool feature, and it's not necessarily news, but I guess it kind of falls under new releases, as does Stone Sour-ish. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's that's my plug for that feature. I've been listening to some of the bands on it, and they're really really good. Cool. And it's such a cool way to discover music yeah. as well. Just having a playlist of being like, hey, here's all the really cool bands like that we think are cool. Yeah. Um, no, that's really. Cool. I said it's, cool it's about a million times. It is pretty um, cool. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. But cool. no, I've I've been um, as I said, I've been listening to some of them, and it's it's if you're looking for some new alternative music. Give it awesome. a go. Uh, Basically, just in a recommendation, haven't I? Yeah, it's all good. Stone Sour's <laughs> new uh, new track is called Fabulous. Okay. Um, it's it's decent. It's yeah. cool. I I feel like Stone Sour peaked with Come Whatever May. Um, but when again, was that? That was a while back, to be honest. That was the second album, like mid two thousands. Yeah, yeah, kind of. Um, was that perhaps prior to two thousand and four? 
No, I don't think so. Oh, okay. Cool. Um, Just because it relates to the band that we're going to talk about. <laughs> no, then... it wasn't. It wasn't prior. It okay. wasn't prior cool. to that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Corn uh, have postponed a lot of American tour dates for unexpected circumstances. Yeah. Um, which is interesting because they've basically very recently announced they were taking Robert Trujillo from Metallica's 12-year-old yeah. son out on base duty. I thought he was only doing it at a few shows. Um, possibly. I thought he was doing it for the full tour. I thought he was only covering like three or four shows oh, or something, right. and then they well, were now they're only playing and they three were getting shows. somebody else in. Um, um, but hadn't he been killing it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he'd been oh, no, really he's, good. He's, yeah. He's, I mean, end of the day, it's corn. Yeah, you could you could play bass for Corn. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's like don't get me wrong. <laughs> yeah, they've got some decent music, but it's not exactly. Yeah, you know, uh, difficult stuff to play. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it. To be honest, quiet news week yeah, uh, releases. Romy, what you got? Um, so Paramore is coming out two weeks. No, a week tomorrow. Oh, um, okay. After laughter, they're releasing a new song this week as well. I haven't got around to checking it out yet, but I imagine it'll be cool. Uh, so I'm really looking forward to that one. Um, that's the big one for me Fair at the enough. moment because I th- I was briefly scouring through um, the release list for the next like few months or so. Yeah, there just really isn't a lot at all. There's not much coming out of the minute um, to be honest. And that reminds me actually, did you check out um, While She Sleeps? Yes, it's really good. Is it? It's okay. really good. I'd definitely give it a go then. Um, yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's very. I, I don't know, it's that nice combination of like poppy but heavy as shit. Yeah, that um, sounds cool. It's, re- no, it's really cool, definitely. Highly um, recommend that. It was a bit, of a, a bit of a weird one because I remember this time last year there was so much stuff coming out. Yeah. I had like a backlog of like seven or eight albums to listen to that I've never got round to listening to. So maybe I should take this opportunity now to go back and listen to those albums uh, that I missed this time last year because there's not that much. Um, at the drive ins, in Interalia, I think that's how you say okay. it. Interalia, um, it's coming out this Friday, um, which is the first album. Well, the second album, um, but the first one in like eighteen years because oh, they wow. they did it, broke up, um, did it toured, broke up, got back together for some live shows, broke up, recorded an album, and this is that album. Right. But they're back together, but one of the founding members isn't in it or something like that, so right. it's not quite the same so i'm not like i've seen in at the drive-in live um, yeah. and they're a really cool band i like them i've not really listened to them that much i'm not super into them but i will give it a go I'll give it a go um because like they've sort of earned that uh awesome and that listen no so, fair yeah. play um you see that uh that you have an Arian album yeah your favorite band <laughs> uh, last, i liked Arian. i did Friday. no to be honest no, just... that, and i've been listening to one uh recently that if i'd listened to it before then i probably would have set you instead yeah uh, but i'll talk about that in recommendations okay um but Arian have released uh the ninth studio album the source yeah um, which is, uh, well, I'm yet to listen to it, to be honest. It's probably what I'm going to do after this podcast. Uh, <laughs> Good show. Put that on and just chill out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, give it give it a listen. Um, be prepared for crazy prog, I'm sure. Yeah. It'd be really weird if it's just like a straight up rock album. That'd be funny. <laughs> like, hey, yeah, um, you thought you were getting three hours of prog? Here's, <laughs> here's, here's 12 here's, songs in 4-4 about women. Yeah, for 40 minutes. <laughs> and um, Finn. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's about it. What, um, what about live shows? What have you got coming up? 
Um, we've got Noah Gunderson. I'm really excited. Coming up. I'm excited yeah. as well. Left um, Banks. It should be a really cool venue. on Sunday. Yeah. yeah, no, absolutely. It's just down the road from us. Yeah. So, um, I'm excited to go to a gig and not photograph it. it, it um, it'll be cool. Which will be really fun. I'm excited. Um, you've, you've had a really busy week. Yeah, um, I've already mentioned all the other ones that I've seen. Um, I'm going down to London next weekend oh, to for see Frankie, Frankie T. Turner. Yeah, I'm really excited. Good that stuff. That should be cool. I'm quite jealous. Yeah, I'm And my dad really liked Frankie Turner, Oh, by awesome. Way. That's really cool. Yeah, we played, uh, we played in Keep My Bones in the oh, car nice. while he was driving me to Gatwick. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, and he was like, yeah, this is epic. Ah, that's amazing. Yeah, the first time um, I played it to him, he's like, oh, it's all right. Yeah. And then I played it again, and he's like, okay, yeah, yeah this, this is, is good. Yeah, this is really cool. Yeah, um, I'm seeing him on the Sunday night when he does an acoustics app. Um, it's sort of like a best of, I think. Yeah. Um, well, not best of, but it's um, like his sort of maybe lesser played acoustic songs. Right, gotcha. he's doing He's doing four nights and he's doing a different set for each one. Uh, yeah. So he's doing full band set on the Friday night. He's basically the punk a, Devin. Yeah, he's doing full <laughs> band set on the Friday night and full band set on the Monday night. He really is, because he's got loads of different yeah. side projects and stuff. Um, loads of different, I like He it. is... And those sets are going to be different. I'm seeing the Monday night one for the full band, which is exciting. Yeah. Um, and then the Saturday one, he's playing Sleepers for the Week in Full, acoustically. Okay. Um, which is his first album. Is it good? Um, yeah, it's cool. It's very different to England. Very, very different, because it is a lot of acoustic songs. Right. Um, and then the Sunday night, he's reenacting Sensible Sundays, which is where he used to do... Um, like an open mic sort of thing. Like oh, him right. and all of his friends used to do like this open mic night at Nambuka. So they'd go and like play songs for each other and all that sort of thing. So I'm interested to hear what he's going to play because That's I think cool. he'll play like a lot of deep cuts and stuff like yeah. that. Because I think this is very much like a festival for his fans. It's not like, I think he'll be playing a lot of the big songs and stuff like that in his yeah. full band sets. And he won't, I'm sure he'll play some of them in his other. Set, but yeah, but it's nice, isn't he's it? When treating it as an occasion to just sort of like no, that sounds really cool. Do everyone yeah, fantastic time? Yeah, yeah really um, I think some people have got tickets for all four nights as well, so it'll yeah, definitely be very different each night. Yeah, so that's cool, and I'm very excited for that. Awesome. Good Are you going stuff. to any other live shows over the next couple of weeks? Um, well, I'm going not not musically, but I am going to see Tommy at the West Yorkshire Playhouse yes, on Saturday. Yeah, you were mentioning which, that. Which, you know, is basically, well, it's the Who musical. So, yeah, that'll be really, really um, cool. Taking, taking, well, my, going with my parents and, yeah. and Anne-Marie. Yeah. So, yeah. You've got good seats. Uh, yeah, we will do. I think my dad's got them, so we will have got crazy seats. Ah, perfect. But, um, but yeah, it should be really good. Excellent. Um, that, that's in the big theatre, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's in the quarry theatre. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's about it. Cool. Which, right. Uh, which wraps up the first bit nice and succinctly, I think. Yeah, into a nice burrito. Ow. A nice. <laughs> Your food obsessed. A nice pre show, not pre show. Pre show um, burrito, I yeah, like it. Yeah, pre show burrito. It works. So, what are we going on to first? We're we going I on think to it's the knot. Okay, first. so does that mean we're starting on my album or does that mean we're starting on your album? On we're starting on Slipknot. Yeah. Slip, Slipknit. Slip, Slipknit. Slipknit. Uh, so, like Slipknot are uh, a little-known band. Little-known band from Iowa. Yeah, I've heard of them. Um, <laughs> they, are, they are a nine-piece band, mainly famous for their acoustic music. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now, um, obviously, I don't need to explain to anyone listening or you who, who Slipknot are. They've um, massively yeah. taken off for a band that never should have got anywhere. Yeah. Uh, by definition, they were you know a nine piece from Iowa who were playing some of the most extreme music at the time. It's amazing that they did manage to get out of there, and now they're headlining major festivals. Yeah. So, um, um, 
I picked this album partly because I, um, again, this was very influential throughout um, me growing up, really. It, was, okay. it came out 2005. Yeah. Um, so, you know what? 2004, while, wasn't it? 2005, I think. I think it was 2004. Oh, well, around four or five, anyway. Okay. Let's see. Are we going to fact check? Now. We're fact checking, guys. The opposite of uh, Donald Trump. Absolutely, you know, we've got to be right. I think... May 25th, 2004. Uh, See, I thought it was May 24th, Aha, okay, yeah, there we so, go. So, yep, 2004. Yeah. Um, so, I was 13. Aww, hitting that kind of time. I don't think I heard it until I was, like, 15, 16. Okay, though. yeah. Uh, angst, angst, gar. But I... Um, is this... Sorry, yeah, I'll let you carry on. No, you can I was cool. going to say, is this the first Slumlock album you heard? I think it was, okay. yeah. Um, and going back and listening to the others, and I like I like their other albums, but this is, in my opinion, much more refined. Okay. It's a much more uh, kind of mature yeah. album than some of their, their earlier work, which is still great, but I find this more interesting. Um, bum, 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 bum. Yeah, because from, um, like, from my... I'm not going to go into my whole spiel yeah, yet, yeah. but from, um, like, me like having read Kerrang! for a number of years when I was yeah. younger. Um, I think a lot of people talked about Iowa being their, like, pinnacle. Right. Well, not necessarily pinnacle, but, like, that was sort of... Um... I'd say Iowa is the most Slipknot that Slipknot got. Okay. Um, in that it is brutal from start to finish. Yeah. The way I've always viewed it is their self-titled um, album, their debut album, was kind of just, just absolute rage. Yeah. Um, without much direction at all. Uh, it's great, but mm-hmm. it kind of shoots over the place. It, it, then with Iowa, they really focused it. Okay. And Iowa is home to a cutting edge. It's really, really well produced. Yeah. And it it doesn't let up through the whole thing. But Subliminal Versus, I think they go away from just being angry at everything all the time. Yeah. It's a bit more uh, introspective. It's a bit more... Um, I don't know, Jerry Jordison said it's almost as if Slayer was tapping on Radiohead. That's interesting. Um, it's, you know, a lot more kind of delving into diverse themes as yeah. well, as opposed to just everything is shit. Ah, yeah, people which, equal shit. Yeah, uh, people <laughs> equal shit, you know, uh, everything yeah. ends. You're all fucked and overrated. Um, it's also interesting that Corey Taylor made a point of avoiding the use of profanity in response to claims that he relied on the use of it. In yeah, this is really films. interesting because I had... No idea that I didn't even realise yeah. that there wasn't any swearing in this yeah. album. Well, he, he certainly made his point, didn't yeah, he? Absolutely. <laughs> but, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, definitely. But yeah, um, so so cool. Volume yeah. three, there's some blue and all verses. Okay, cool. Right. Um, so I think it's interesting to talk about this. Perhaps I do have track by track notes. Yeah. Um, and there's definitely stuff I want to pull out from different tracks. Yeah. Um, but I think it'd be just quite interesting to talk about Slipknot as a general sort of concept. I completely agree. And um, Diving in and out of um, certain themes and things like that. Um, so one of the first things that I want to talk about is um, the fact that they're a nine piece. Yeah. Um, so the what, like what what are your thoughts on this? Do you think it's a bit overkill or? There are definitely people in Slipknot who should not really be in Slipknot yeah. at this point. There's that one guy. I mean, you've you've got to look. Parts of them should I. <sighs> I've gone through phases uh, where I've thought, you know, for example, Sean Cray and Clown. Yeah. Um, he's definitely a, an in, integral mem- member of the band. Mm. Um, he's part of what gives Slipknot that very tribal kind of drum sound because they've got two drummers. Yeah. 
basically uh, going at it. And he does a lot of the writing. He's very much, from what I get the impression, the creative mastermind behind Slipknot. He seems so to be, So he's yeah. directed videos, things like that. Yeah. He does, like, artwork direction, Absolutely, things like that. yeah. Um, but what were you going to say? As opposed to people like Sid, who just hits a barrel, hits a barrel with a baseball bat every now and again. Yeah. Uh, but he does some that's, of the backing vocals. That's and... sort of, like, parts of what I wanted to talk about as well. Um, and... First off, I haven't said what I thought of this. By the way, I yeah. love it. Like, um, yeah. I don't know whether you that you know that I've like listened to Slipknot. Yeah. And Was this what you were um, were expecting of Slipknot though, as as a full album? I don't think so. I don't really. It's hard because I think when you first see Slipknot, like when I first saw them in Kerrang, yeah, well, I was like, shock rock, isn't it? Holy shit! Like, what is this? But then I've been exposed to them a lot over the years. Like, yeah. um, I've heard. God knows, um, psychosocial like million and one oh, times. Yeah, um, and I've heard like the singles from this like yes. a lot before. Um, so it's a bit of a weird one because I I do like I don't have preconceptions, but I know that they're not like in your face all the time because you've got songs like Before I Forget, which is pop music basically. It's, it's like heavy pop it's heavy music, pop. yeah. Um, so it's. In ways, yes, it is what I expected. Um, in ways, no, because I think it goes a bit more, not necessarily brutal, but maybe a bit more primal and tribalistic at times than yeah. I was necessarily expecting. Okay. Um, and then other times it just sort of dials it, not down to one, but, you know, like sort but, of takes, yeah, no. takes the pace of it all the way down. Light. Yeah, which is... Not what you think. Uh, well, you think, no, so. not necessarily. I guess you've got songs like Sulphur off um, All mm. Hope Is Gone, which is quite a soft song yeah um so it's not necessarily that surprising i think it's just perhaps the way that they approach some of the softer songs is a bit surprising cool. because okay. you've got um um the intro how have i forgotten what this prelude prelude 3.0 yeah, yeah um like that's quite start like is kind of like a soft song yeah, i would say it's like it's moody and, post-rock yeah definitely of. Um, and that's the sort of thing that, like, not necessarily expecting throughout, but, like, that's the sort of thing that I would expect to hear, as opposed to something like, um, like, um, Vermilion Part 2. Yeah, which is yeah, gorgeous, kind of just, it's, it's an acoustic. Rock, yeah, exactly, and that, that's... Almost a ballad. Yeah, definitely, <laughs> yeah. Um, um, it's interesting, because there's definitely some sort of stuff, like, the softer things that I was listening to, and I was thinking... I don't know that much of Stone Sour, but this is what I would yeah. expect. Stone, this I would expect that to be a Stone Sour song rather than a Slipknot song. Yeah, no, I completely get you, and that that's really interesting that you did kind of come across that. I think um, I, I don't know. Another reason I set you this one is because um, we're both into a lot of different things. And yeah, in this they um, they visit a lot more places than other ones. Yeah, scope definitely. wise. Yeah. It may not get to the brutality that some that Iowa does because Iowa gets difficult <laughs> points. Okay, um, but it just hits so many more yeah. points, and I think it does it in a way where it's not just a haphazard album. There yeah. is structure, there is focus to it, but it, it still manages to cover that spectrum. I think that's sort of one of the reasons why I wanted to talk a bit more generally about it yeah. as well because um, I don't think the album sounds all the same, but a lot of the heavier songs don't necessarily like they're not they don't sound the same but they all have very sort of similar sort of like yeah. tribalistic like um like this 
rage, um, like brutal rage. And I think there's not, there's only so much like you can say yeah, about each no, song before absolutely. you're just repeating yourself like absolutely. each time you talk about the song. But mm, I want to go back yeah. to what we were saying about the yeah. nine members yeah. um, and you think that some of them are un- yeah, underutilised. I mean, um, although, again, the reason Slipknot have got to where they are is because of the live show, which was always yeah. mental. And that's where the nine members do really come into play. Have you have you ever seen... I haven't. I would love to. Really worth it. Yeah. Um, I, I I don't listen to Slipknot that often anymore, but whenever I do crack them out, I have a good time. Yeah. And live, they are phenomenal. I think, because I think they came through the arena. Um, yeah, they did. Was it back in December? Yeah, or, but so... it was like 50, 60 quid or something. Yeah, and I was reluctant to pay that because I'd only ever heard the singles. I was like, oh, well, they're yeah. like, all right. Um, After listening to this album, I would... I regret not going on that tour, to be fair. I think I, I, yeah. I kind I, of just not listened to them in a while. Yeah. And having come back to it this week, again, it's been like, shit, I should have gone and seen them again. The thing is, though, is that I would want to see them playing, like, this stuff, and I would want to see them playing, like, obviously stuff from, like, like a few of the things from the first yeah. albums, stuff from All Hope Is Gone. I don't think I'd be... No, I've not really chat. that... It's not. I've not really heard that much from it. I don't think I'd be that interested in seeing them touring your album. Which is a really shitty comment for a music fan to make. I'm completely with you. In terms of like wanting bands to press and stuff like that. They've gone through a lot recently. Yeah. Um, Paul Gray dying, Jordison leaving the band. Yeah. It's all. Yeah. Bit up in the air. So I'm completely with you on that. But I yeah, think I'd... I would rather see them headline something like Download. Yeah. Or like just a festival, headline a festival, because yeah. I think that would. Like, for a lot of bands, I do like going and seeing them when they're touring on yeah. their album cycle because I like seeing the new stuff live. With Slipknot, I would sort of want to see them, like, uh, do a sort of, um, not a legacy set, what's, a, like, greatest hits sort yeah. of set. no, I'm completely um, yeah, Because I think they're that sort of band, and that's not me Definitely. saying I don't want them to play new material, but I think a festival no, like that's agree. what they would completely go for. Um, but, yeah, so what... I really, what I've been meaning to do over the past week or so, and I haven't, is watch like one of their live music videos or yeah. something, just to sort of see them. Because I've I've seen pictures of them, but I've never, I don't think I've actually properly seen what their live show is oh, like. Really? Yeah. It's um, pretty, uh, pretty Spinal Tap. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is what you're saying about um, like the Sid Wilson, right? Yeah. Um, I thought isn't Sid the DJ? Wait, no, Sid's the DJ. Chris Fenn. Yeah, Chris Fenn. Chris Fenn's yeah. the guy who hits the barrel. With yeah. So what, what does he do? Have you seen Slipknot Live? Yeah. Yeah. So what does he do? Um, points at people, wanks his nose. Oh, okay. That's about it. Right. Uh, no, but he does quite a bit of backing vocals as yeah. well. Like, um, I, I don't want to be, be unfair to him. I just feel... I, I had a conversation with, I think, Adam <laughs> recently about how it must feel to be him in Slipknot. Yeah. And, like, everyone else is, like, learning their guitar parts. Yeah. And, and getting these ridiculous drum lines down. It's like, come on, come on, you can do it. Donk! <laughs> I'm done, guys. Ready for the next song. <laughs> like, um, So... There's Johnson. Well, there was Johnson. Yeah. Um, the drummer. There's yep. the clown, um, Sean Crayon. Yep. Who was percussionist as well. Sid. No. Um, Sid the DJ. Craig. Um, am I wrong in thinking that there was another percussionist? As Craig. Well? Craig is samples. I think. Yeah, I they think you're right. They have a DJ and they have a sample guy. Right, okay, that may be why I'm thinking that there was four percussionists because they've got right, right. so no, three percussionists, okay, but one of them just hits, um, hits I think, yeah. I mean, this was one of the things as well because I was listening to it and like, um, 
blister exists at the end you've got that like crazy military the really really yeah like, no, drum that's line, really cool um which is perfect for having like a few Multiple percussionists drums, absolutely but for the rest of it you sort of don't really get the impression that no. that much required there's that you much can hear required in the barrel in uh, yeah. in duality bom 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 bonk oh yeah yeah bom that's fair um, yeah other than i think because john johnson's like fantastic drumming on this yeah um and i might not have necessarily picked out all the extra percussion and all that sort of thing yeah um i really didn't see like why they had an extra percussionist. Yeah. Again, a, lot alone another it, two. a lot of it is the live show. Yeah. I uh, really recommend watching the Disaster Pieces I was DVD. reading about that on Wikipedia. It's superb. Yeah. It's one of the best live. That, because they use like 30 24 cameras. Yeah, crazy. 26? 24, Crazy number of yeah. cameras. Apparently... Um, I've got it on DVD. Oh, have you? you? That's cool. Yeah, yeah. But it's, um, it's really cool. Apparently one of the cameras was stolen. Really? Yeah. Um, I think it was... It might have been Sean's. Like, somebody stole it from the stage. Oh, no way. Um, and then you can... St- I think you can see it in the DVD or something like that. And yeah. um, then they give like they gave it back at the end of the show. Yeah. Um, oh, that so explains got some of the footage. Because I wasn't sure how on earth they got some of the stuff. Yeah. Because it's right in the crowd. Yeah, right? I think that might be it. That's crazy, man. Yeah. That's, that's so cool. It is super cool. Definitely. Um, but, yeah, so... I, I want to talk a bit about the DJ and the samples as well. Because yeah. there's definitely points that I can hear it. Yeah. I, I think... Um, I think it's maybe in Blister. You hear it in Blister. You'll hear it in I think Nameless. You can hear it a bit in as well. Duality. Um, like maybe the DJ sort of side of it, rather than like because samples, like yeah. I can, you can definitely tell that they would use a lot yeah. of samples and stuff live. DJing, like, yeah, how, there's, like, there's, it's there's not that much. Um, again, there is on some of the earlier stuff. Okay. Um, there's quite a bit on Iowa. And even more in the first album. Yeah. Uh, to be honest. But there is definitely in here, you've got it in Nameless with the... What is wrong with this... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Manipulation. Yeah. Kind of... Um, oh, well, I wasn't sure whether that was some sort of, like, sample, like... Yeah, 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 yeah. It'd be really interesting, I think, um, to actually get a feel for what they're, like, live. And, like, yeah. I think this is some of, one of the things as well. Like, if I had no concept of who Slipknot were before... I'd listen to this. I wouldn't yeah. necessarily have not the preconceptions, but sort of like listening out, being like, "Oh, where's the samples? Where are the DJs? Why have they got so many percussionists and yeah. stuff like that?" Well, I tell you what, cut the okay. music. Please hold whilst Romy is brought up to scratch on music that is almost entirely different to this. Okay, and we're back. Um, I just showed Romy a, a live video of Disaster Piece from 2002. Yeah, I didn't want to show um, one from this album yeah to be honest um but yeah does that give you a bit more of an idea of how they function yeah definitely i think like as i was saying it's a weird one because i was sort of listening out for stuff because you have this sort of concept of what they are like this massive like nine piece band you're like well how they would not discernibly change if they were a six piece yeah which is it would detract some from from the layers but yeah they could still easily function as a six piece yeah definitely but then I guess you've got other bands as well, like big bands that probably have a lot of like, um, percu- well maybe not percussion, but like they'll have sampling like that sort of yeah. stuff like behind the scenes. So yeah, it's interesting yeah, yeah. Rather bring than it on right. on stage. Um, Definitely. So yeah, um, it is. I don't know. Like uh, Slipknot as a concept is a really interesting concept as well. Like this sort of like this crazy like as you said sort of like shock rock type band almost because. Yeah. I mean, half half the stuff that 
I've read about them. It's all like, oh yeah, um, like um, Rick Rubin, I think it was, was throwing plant pots at Corey Taylor's head during recording. Yeah. Um, like they used to sort of. Um, they used to be insane. Like fight on stage insane. and all that sort of stuff. What? Um, what? Yeah. What particular? Oh, I think things um, stand out for you. Um, Cray and doing a when they were playing the Hammersmith Apollo, and I think it was either Sean Cray or, or Sid Wilson uh, literally just backflipped off the balcony. Yeah, just backflipped off the balcony into the crowd. Um, they they were not. I think on one gig, one of them set themselves on fire. Like, oh, hang on, you're talking about the Astoria. When he like jumped off yes. the stage, yeah, there's yeah, yeah. a picture of it, a really famous picture of yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Um, that I remember. I've seen like loads. I think I had it cut out and stuck on my wall really? at some point or something. That's yeah, cool. I think it was part of a different article. Yeah, I mean, and, and to be fair, ag- again, all that added to them at the getting end of last summer. Get... Sorry, I'm quoting Frank Turner. <laughs> all that added to them getting this reputation as, yeah. as mental. Yeah. Um, to, Absolutely to insane. I mean, like you look, you what. Like, well, I say you watch, like, we just watched it, and they're just sort of, I like, going for it. Like, they're just... It's visceral. It's yeah, definitely. It's visceral yeah. performance. Yeah. Um, and it is, uh, like like I say, they've, they've improved a lot from 2002, but it is worth watching the Disaster Pieces DVD. Yeah. Um, it is decent. There's also... I've also got the um, that one they did after that somewhere. but Because mm. um, I used to be a massive fan. Yeah. Massive slip. Oh, really? Fan. Oh, gigantic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, loved it, and and still, you know, I, I will still def- defend them to the end. Really, they're they're a damn fine yeah. band, despite occasional missteps. It's interesting because I've known you for a while, and I never yeah. necessarily pegged you as a massive Slipknot fan. Fifteen to eighteen, massive yeah. Slipknot fan. Um, I, I guess I don't know. I guess I, I listened to it to death because revisiting this was a great experience. Yeah. For me, um, it was really cool. It's really held up for you then? Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, I haven't listened to this properly in a couple of years, yeah. uh, if not longer. Mm. Um, but it is, yeah, no, it's really, really cool yeah. um, to come back to. It's not like the Black Album where it was a bit disappointing. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, um, no, it was really cool. Okay. Um, so, Blister, was that single? Um, no, I don't think so. I think okay. the singles were Duality uh, and Before, Before I Forget. Forget and Vermilion. Yes, okay. Um, so Blister is an interesting one because I've read quite a bit about it. I think it's sort of one of the staples of the live show. Yeah. Um, but I've never actually heard it. Um, I feel like it's been mentioned like perhaps a couple of times because there's sort of been like, um, like uh, retrospectives of their career and stuff like that in Kerrang. Yeah. Um, and I used to like pour over it and like I'd reread it. And I was fascinated by Slipknot as well and yeah. still am because it's such an band. interesting band. Um, and so I, I'm like very sort of familiar with the title of the song, but I've never listened to it. And I absolutely loved it. It's like, a really it, cool song. It's so cool. I love how tribal it is. Yeah. And like I don't know when when he's like, can you feel this? I'm dying. If yeah, 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 I love yeah, that. And then I am the damaged one. It's really I don't know. Like we've sort of said about Rise Against and stuff like that. They they have yeah. like these call to arms. This is very much so, but like on a different perspective. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. I 
I did. It was just crazy. In the end, that sort of like military, like, bum, like bum, lead bum, out. Bum, yeah. Bum, um, it's really interesting actually because this is my favourite song. Really? As okay. is Maggots. Cool. Um, those are my two favourite songs right. on the album. Um, and they're really kind of big crowd, yeah. massive kind of songs. They, I think they really hit, like, they get the mix of, like... They're anthems. Well, not brutality, but, like, they, yeah, they are, like, anthems. Like, they have that sort of brutality. Um, but it's done really, really well. Yeah. Whereas I think in other, other songs, it yeah. doesn't necessarily misfire, but, like, if you've got the intro to 3-0. Yeah. And it... The intro feels feel very messy, very messy, and I know that's like probably the intention, but, but I, I don't think you. it's as I'll effective as like having this really put together, like yeah. insane, like tribal song. No. Um, Bliss, Blister, and Megas. Yeah, definitely both both are some of my favourite songs by them. Yeah, uh, for that exact reason. They're yeah, very catchy, almost poppy, but heavy beyond. Yes. Anything you'd hear oh, be God, that yeah. catchy before. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and Maggots, Maggots in particular, I know we're kind of going out of the order here, but... Oh, uh, well, as I said, yeah, like, we're, we're diving we're, in, we're like, to themes and that sort um, of stuff. Maggots, what did you think of the um, the intro? Because it's weird. Uh, yeah, after, I loved after the, it. Because I know, I know you, you said you really liked the kind of, the sample. Yeah. Um, but the weird, really weird riff. Yeah. I really like that. Cool. Um, I really like the intro as well when he's like... Um, this is the year where well, hope fails you. The yeah. test subjects now run the experiments. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, yeah, I think um, just briefly back to three 0 as well. Like yeah. the second half of the song um, feels significantly better than the first half of the yeah. song because the first half sort of feels all over Whatever. the place. Yeah, Whereas yeah. the second half, like it really kicks into gear yeah. and it shows off like how much rhythm drives this band. Yeah. And that I would say, like at the very core, Slipknot is like that's it's what it's tribal. about it's, it's rhythm, rhythm. Amp, like on. that's what everything's 100%. driven around yeah. i think um again i i like three nil but again i completely agree with you i like messy. it i'm like but yeah I but it's a messy song i completely you get have it. like compared to blister exists before it yeah and then duality which comes after which, which is, is slipknot pop slipknot pop yeah um it doesn't doesn't hold up simply because of that mess yeah um I, I think I just really liked the lyrics in this when I was young. I just, uh, yeah, I've been the butt of a cosmic joke and I don't get the punchline. Yeah. Like, it's got some really good kind of... Oh, yeah, it's like, like sort of joking. And... I know you've all lined up for miles to see the great big mouth shut up and apologise. Yeah. Like, um, yeah, but I, I think throughout this album there are songs like this where they really experiment with their yeah. style. And like you say, sometimes it misfires. Um, yeah, I mean, I think... I definitely think the first half of the album is better than the second half. Um, okay. Yeah. I don't. I, well, I think this is the thing: is that I, I'm not necessarily criticizing the fact that like um, three nils too heavy or anything like that. I just yeah. don't think it's as well executed as like the blister exists. Not a chance. Because no. three nil is much more similar heavy. to um, in, in terms of the heaviness uh, to stuff on Iowa. Okay. So well, I'm, I mean, so like I'm that's not glad. what I didn't like. No, about but I'm it. quite glad yeah. it didn't set you on. Yeah. Because um, I don't think you would have enjoyed it anything like as much as you okay. seem to have enjoyed this. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is the thing. It's not that like I I love I loved it being heavy. Like as I've said, it's just sort of like when it didn't feel as like composed and driven um, as the other songs, and just a bit like all over the place. Um, duality. Um, 
Well, actually, I'll talk about maggots next because I feel like maggots and um, maggots and blister sure. fall very much in, under the same category. Cool. Um, I love um, the effect on the vocals um, that it has, like you know, throughout the, like, the first verse. Yeah. 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 Um, also, I think there's you know the bit where it's um, the crowd will go yeah. Yeah, that is a crowd, right? Yeah, I'm, it's really I'm pretty cool. sure that, yeah. that is. Um, um, like, this is definitely like a call to arms again. For well, fans. absolutely. I mean, they, um, they refer to their, their fans as well. Yeah, maggots. exactly. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, apparently, this was to do with the way that the fans moved and stuff live. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a little bouncy in a wave. And... Yeah. How how do you see Slipknot? Do you see them as a live band, or do you see them? Do you see them as their albums supporting their live show, or their live show supporting their albums? I do not think they'd be where they are without their live show. Yeah, not a chance. But musically, they that's are... not to say that the li- that no, the albums not, don't not hold at all. up. But and the, this is it. Like um, the albums I do come back to most often are this one and Iowa. Yeah, um, I think they are the best. All Hope Is Gone has some great tracks on it, mm. but it's not a great album. Whereas this yeah. and Iowa are definitely and definitively great album. Okay. Um, their first album's good again, but not yeah. not super. Not on the same level. No, um, and these two are, and the fifth one, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but but no, I I think it's a really interesting one because it is very much, and they have built themselves around an image, but they have the content to back it up. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, but but it is the image. It's interesting because yeah, they would it never is. have got no. out of Iowa. If Without it that image, for, they'd just be one yeah. more great band down a pub that failed and gave it up yeah. after five years yeah. without the image, without the intensity of the live show. Absolutely. So I have to say the live show, despite the yeah. fact that they do have that, that music behind it. Because you've got Pulse, and that so feels like a song that was lit, written just to oh, play God, live. Yeah. Um, which I guess, like to a certain extent, pretty much most songs are. Yeah. Um, but this very much feels like it's just a sort of crowd... Um, crowd pleaser. Well, not crowd pleaser, because that makes it sound like it's, like, not a good thing. But, yeah, but like, crowd, you know... crowd anthem. It's, yeah, it's exactly. An anthem. It's an Yeah. Um, cool. So <laughs> let's talk about duality, and before I forget, because those are two singles. Okay, cool. Um, so I got very acquainted with Slipknot through, like, as I mentioned, Kerrang, yep. um, but also watching Kerrang on TV. How did you not realise you said I pushed my fingers into my eyes? I don't know. I think I didn't realise that I pushed my fingers into... Because I, I... I never really, like, heard that. It was always like... Yeah, so I always thought it started off with I. Um... But yeah, so I, I've, I don't. It's hard to talk about these songs when I've heard them so much. Yeah, I, I can't really give my first impression. No, it, it is difficult. Isn't um, it? the the video for Duality is insane. It is pretty crazy. It's when man. they're, they're just like demolishing the house. the house, yeah, fucking epic, um, man. But yeah, I think it's interesting because a lot of um, a lot of not necessarily a lot of the music that I've um listened to. Like nowadays, but a lot of stuff that I have listened to um, is very much influenced by those years that I sort of spent when I was like a kid. Yeah. Well, like a teenager, like listening to Kerrang on the radio, to it on TV. Yeah. And there's lots of very different things in there. Like I do like my metal and stuff like that. It comes from stuff like yeah, yeah. Slipknot and being exposed to that at a, young, a younger age. Yeah. Um, it was really interesting work the other day. We have Sonos, um, which is a. Um, sort of like a 
basically, uh, it's like a jukebox at right. work. Gotcha. Um, so everyone can put songs on from Spotify, right. all that sort of thing. Um, somebody put Slipknot on. Um, um, we mentioned it earlier, the one, the single from um, All Hope Is Gone. Oh, um, Psychosocial. Yeah, somebody put that on in retaliation to a song that they didn't like on. Yeah. And somebody said something about, oh, like, can we tone down heavy music or whatever? And I was thinking about it and I was like, actually, I really, like, I've been listening to Slipknot the past couple of weeks and I was like, yeah. I understand why people don't like this sort of stuff because yeah. they're, when they get exposed to it, or not exposed to it, when they hear it, they'll hear it through like speakers at work and it just yeah, sounds insanely yeah, yeah. heavy. When we were listening to um, the song from, well, watching the video for the song from, from Disaster Pieces, yeah. um, I didn't really enjoy it that much because it was coming out of the speakers. Yeah, yeah. With that sort of heavy music, I think you need to like actually properly listen to it yeah, first. You do. Um, before 100% hearing it out of speakers. Listening to it first uh, and, and live as well. Like I, we, we mentioned this with Lamb of God. Yeah. I never got into Lamb of God till I saw him live. Yeah. Blew me away. Yeah. And, and as in people had played it to me and I'd gone, I don't like this. Yeah. Saw them live. Blew me away. One yeah. of my favourite bands. Yeah. Um, so you're absolutely right. And a lot of it, uh, metal has always been and always will be one of those genres where you've got to put up quite a bit in before mm. you start getting stuff out. Yeah. You've got to learn to pick apart different melodies, different vocal lines a lot more than, yeah. than in a lot of other genres. Yeah. Um, which, you know, doesn't do itself many favours, but it means that the rewards when you can get there can be massive. Yeah. Because you suddenly realise that there are nine people making five of whom yeah. are doing interesting things <laughs> um, can i just like take a moment to um to say how insane joey johnson's like double bass mental. is he's like absolutely mental skill work is crazy uh, he did a lot of speed yeah um oh really yeah, yeah that doesn't surprise me um, whilst making the album yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> just throughout yeah um but um well no the first the first album apparently he couldn't he couldn't play it uh, to the point where he just kind of sampled his his drum and oh, kind of really? stuck it together, and then by Iowa, he'd just been playing so that he could actually yeah. play it. Oh, okay. But he's ridiculous, and I'm not a big fan of drummers who are just all about speed. Yeah, but he's not. He's got the tribal kind oh, of rhythm yeah, as well. Absolutely, yeah. There's definitely um, something in there. He's he's a superb drummer. Yeah, he really is. Really and, great. Um, you need to you need to see the drum solo he does where he's literally on a platform that's spinning and yeah. there while he's playing. I want to see that. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, that I'll, sounds I'll awesome. But um, but yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. Um, one of the other songs that I really wanted to pick out was Circle. Um, yeah. I think you've guessed why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, um, you mentioned, you, you told me I had to listen, re-listen to uh, Welcome to Bangkok. Yeah, did you pick new, up? Straight away. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's really similar. Just yeah. Just ominous build. Yeah, and then into the a very, very similar, like, um, chord. Yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. Chord structure. Yeah, I listened to it. Like, I think it was, it wasn't until the fourth time that I worked out what it was that it was reminding me of. I was like, I swear I've heard a song that's like almost the exact same. Yeah. Um, so it's really interesting no, you're that. absolutely spot on. Um, they were released, I think the albums were released like pretty much at the same time really? as well. That's interesting. Yeah, so they haven't like, That's cool. probably no, haven't no, ripped no, each absolutely. other off. Um, so, although I can't imagine Slipknot ripping Brand New off. No, um, yeah. <laughs> As big as Brand New are, but not that with, big. But with Circle, and this is an interesting one because we, when this came on, 
Yeah. Was it a bit of a surprise for you? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, um, I have to say, I didn't enjoy their softer stuff as much as I enjoyed okay. the heavier stuff. They're, they've never been as good at it. Um, and snuff, that's not to say I thought it was snuff bad. Snuff of All Hope is Gone yeah. is brilliant. And I do really like Vermilion Part 2. Okay. Um, but, um, but yeah, in, in general, you know, I just like the fact that they're experimenting. Yeah. Moving outside of no, it. No, definitely. I think that's um, cool. I think one of the things that I'm not as keen on is that sometimes it feels a bit disjointed like um the like the outro to this i don't like how the drums come come in kind of overpower everything well no yeah the like that it just sounds a bit shit and basic and then it goes into the like which is really really cool but doesn't it sort of transitions into that quite well but then like when the drums first come in it's shit and then it goes into like this really cool sort of tribalistic thing, yeah. and then it just doesn't sync up all that well into welcome. No, not like at all. which is insane. Like, yeah. I, like they they set it up perfectly. I don't understand why they just hadn't carried it on for another like four bars or whatever and carried yeah, it yeah. properly through. Like, and that was one of the problems that I had with this album. Um, Ideas the, fly out of nowhere, then disappear, and they don't connect. Well, yeah, and like I quite I don't necessarily mind that it's like some of the ways that they'd end some of the songs yeah and then they just start another song off like completely differently and i was like well you were leading into it and then it like you just lost that like you could have actually added a lot more completely with you cohesiveness to this by doing this um i don't like the air ride sirens in uh, welcome welcome. i don't know why i think it just freaks me out with it yeah it's not it's not i think they they use they use it to like sort of they're obviously not using it just to like because because yeah. YOLO, um, but it's obviously used to effect. I think it it's a lot more effective than maggots. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, do you want to talk a bit about Vermilion? Because like parts one and two, because yeah, they didn't really stick with me that much. I I'm not a big fan of Vermilion. Yeah, it's decent, um, but it's over the top. It's yeah. it's very kind of dramatic. My Dahlia bathed in possess- Like, yeah. I've never been a fan of kind of affected accents beyond the standard metal scream, yeah, which I like for actual yeah. kind of um, uh, focus. And it, it strikes that chord with me, the yeah. same that I get with a lot of indie bands where, yeah. where they're kind of forcing it through. Yeah, I know. We've talked about this before, um, about how you don't it, like it. But, but it's interesting, you know, because it's a heavy song and it yeah. strikes that chord, so it's useful to draw that comparison. Mm, absolutely. Um, I, I really like Vermillion Part 2. Um, before you go into it, Vimelian, what's the title in reference to? Oh, Do you know what the song's about? I don't even know. The song is, is, well, it's about him loving a girl who wants to kill him, I okay. guess. Okay. Because um, I wasn't I've sure because really I know that he's struggled it. with addiction and all that sort of stuff. I yeah. think there's a reference to it somewhere else. Um, um, it might have been in here, actually, um, to, like, alcohol or something like that. And I wasn't sure whether it was, like, alcohol or drugs that you were sort of talking about, rather than, like, I an actual no, to be honest. I'll have to, I'll have to give, a, give a look into it. Um, but I don't know, hard to say what caught my attention. And crazy aphid attraction carved my name in my, in my face just to recognise such a pheromone cult that I despise. I... Possibly. I'm probably like no, no. Up, it's up it's the... definitely worth worth looking yeah. at, um, and I will will look into that. But I really like Vermilion Part Two. I don't know. I think it was just for me. I'd never kind of because I'd gone straight from Nirvana to Metallica, yeah, and um, from Metallica to like like 
coinciding with My Chemical Romance. Okay. Which was weird enough yeah, in itself. Yeah, I can imagine. And then moved from that to kind of Slipknot. Yeah. Uh, so this was actually the prettiest song I've yeah. heard. It's like in the middle of a fucking Slipknot album. Yeah, definitely. This, this song, I'd never heard anything kind of done in that way. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, it, still, it still hits me. Yeah. Um, but I, I do get, I mean, if you take it, like alongside some of the stuff on I'm going to keep my bones, for example, it's not a great song. Yeah, I think that's um, that's interesting because obviously, like there might be a heavier song on an album that I like that you're just like, mm, it's, it's a bit sort of more standard. Yeah. I like the prettier stuff, whereas on here I'm like, mm, that's a bit not standard, but like you like the heavier stuff. Yeah, I like yeah, the no, stuff. that is really cool. That yeah. is, but again, I think it's because it's it's them moving outside their comfort zone. And yeah, no, it was it's for cool. a band. I like, that had the reputation for being the heaviest fucking thing yeah, around. And doing this. To go, fuck it, we're going to do an acoustic yeah. song. That takes balls, yeah. man. Um, I can't imagine them playing this live. Like, I'm sure they do, no, but I have... I don't, I don't... I've never seen... Oh, okay. Fair enough. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, I, I, I really like it. Yeah. Uh, moving into the end of the album, I want to say as well, I really enjoyed it um, coming back to it because, like you, I do think there's... there's Peter's off towards the end. Yeah, definitely. The, and that's sort of like what I was going to say. The ending tracks aren't, aren't anything like some of the, the beginning ones, but yeah. I'd kind of completely dismissed them. Okay. And um, I think I, back in to part, it, have, like, well, not the first time, but I think in part, I did sort of not dismiss them, but I was like, mm, this tape is yeah, quite you, a lot. But again, and then you, coming you, back you, to it towards the end of the week, I was like, mm, like there's some yeah. merit. Well, I, yeah. I literally thought there's nothing much that I like after. Um, after the million, yeah, um, and then coming back to it, I was like, actually, I, I do quite like these. Um, and again, it's kind of the experimentation in some yeah. of them. I love the virus of life. I was going to say that yeah. one in particular. I think Nameless doesn't really um, no, Nameless stick is out that much. Stock weird. It's... Danger just sort of like tapers off. Um, but virus of life, like that. F- it's really, the, really like, scary. Yeah, like the offbeat drums, like man. on the chorus, um, it's awesome. And slip, Slipknot occasionally delve into really kind of scary stuff, like the end of Iowa, the track Iowa. Yeah, gets a bit scary, but going right the way back to um, to their unofficial first album, um, before Corey Taylor even joined the band. Oh, okay. Uh, when he was still in Stone Sour, yeah, before they stole him, <laughs> um, mate feed kill repeat, yeah, um, and there was a um, a song I can't remember the name of it, but basically it almost just completely peters off, and I was listening to it going to sleep, and as as, as I do, yeah, listening to Slipknot going to sleep, as you do, and there's just like there's a dog loose in the wood. Like from Watership Down, and it just fucked me up, oh man. I was there I like I can't deal with now. it. It sounds insane. Um, um, yeah, I really like it. It's, it's a it's a small thing, and as I've already said, it like the offbeat sort of drums in the chorus are really cool. Um, and it is like as you said, it is really creepy. It's kind of scary, but like in a good way. Um, yeah. I don't know, just sort of a bit like um, what's the word? I always forget this word. It's a great word. Um, ominous? No, not ominous. Um, I can't remember. I'll I remember it at some other point. Maybe I'll tell you what it is, and then I'll... Yeah. Well, I'll record all the alphabet, and then I'll tell you what it is when I remember tomorrow, and nice. then you can stitch those sounds together to I'm make the word... straight and... after the thing. Uh, <laughs> shh, shh, shh. Cool. You're finding 
flaws in my otherwise flawless plan. Of course. Um, but yeah, I think that sort of wraps wraps up like the um, more specific comments from me, like yeah. on a general sort of. Um, um, just just quickly though, da- danger, keep away. Yeah. Um, I know, I know you've put a weird way to end the album. I'm, yeah. On returning to it, I quite like it. Okay. Uh, I think, though, like you've said, part of it is just the really pretty harmonies. Yeah. No, the, no, the, harmonies. the harmonies are great. It just feels like I can understand them because they wound up to, like, blister. Yeah. And then they're winding down after the end. Yeah. I can kind of understand that, but it does feel a bit like it peters out. Yeah. No, I get you. I'm one for a big symphonic finish. Yeah, absolutely. Having heard full Britannia. Yeah, know. exactly. Um, and, yeah, no, it does it does peter out um, yeah. at the end here. But overall, yeah. I really enjoyed it. Um cool. I never thought that I was going to dislike a Slipknot album. No. Um, I think I wasn't necessarily... I've, I've come back to this a lot. Um, I think it's more... I, I haven't... I'm not completely sure that... I've heard Vimily in Part 2, Nameless, Virus of Life and Danger the full five times. Okay. Um, because on my walk, I've been listening to it on my walk down and not right, get to maggots yeah. like before like I get in. Right, gotcha. Um, and because I enjoy the first half of the album yeah, so yeah. much, I've just been putting that back on. No, but that's, not quite... that's fair. And having listened to this album like 30, 40 times, yeah. I can tell you, you are right. It does peter yeah. off towards the end, so... Um, That's cool. That isn't to say that I haven't... I have really enjoyed the album as well. I think I've listened to the first few songs like a good ten times or so. Cool. I've put it on a lot. It's, awesome. I'm, I'm, I'm in a really weird mood for music at the moment. <laughs> I'm listening to this, and then I was listening to some like um, house music today when I was trying to get some oh, work right. done. Cool. Um, which I'm actually not getting like really into, but like I do enjoy it's listening to that. It's good when you're like, out when, when you're I'm, working. Like trying it's to get the best work kind of background. Yeah, music. absolutely. Um, and Galantis as well. Like that is like literally the best pop album I've ever heard. I Not still pop, need to listen like, to it. You'll hate it. I, it's, it's. I like cheesy. the 1975, oh, and I yeah. love cheese. Well, it's not even. It's like dance. It's like EDM. I can roll with EDM. I like infected okay. mushroom okay. and stuff. We'll see what you what you think, but it is literally like my favorite. So you're into your EDM at the minute, are you? Hmm. Okay. <laughs> I'm basically just really into pop music at the moment. Okay. Cool. Um, as well as like really heavy music, I'm not really listening cool. to much in between. <laughs> so yeah, it's like two extremes. But yeah. Anyway, so this sort of like it fit in really well, which is cool. Awesome. No, that's really um, cool. But yeah, I think. That leads us on to Avenged Sevenfold. Yeah. Unless you've got any more no, comments. No, I, I, I would say um, I completely agree. It's, it's very sporadic. I think I like, as as a musician, I like experimentation in albums even when it doesn't work. Yeah. Because um, I'm kind of like, at least they, they tried to do yeah, it. Yeah, definitely. And I feel, and it's probably partly because I hold that viewpoint so I can justify some of my own <laughs> weirder songs. Definitely. <laughs> but, um... But yeah, no, I, I completely agree with, with what you're saying about the album. And I'm really glad you enjoyed it. Yeah, overall. I think this is the thing, though. Like, they experiment in a song like Pulse of the Maggots and that, yeah. like, absolutely oh, works to a T. Absolutely, yeah. Um, so that's not me saying that I don't think they should no, experiment. No, no, no. Because I, I absolutely I, Absolutely. Do. Completely. Yeah, yeah. anyway. Um, cool. Onto Avenge Sevenfold. So, introduce us. Yeah. Um, so, Avenge Sevenfold. Um, <laughs> big, yeah, there's a lot. I wrote a lot for this. Huge metal band. Um this is a self-titled album. We are album. dealing with the Titans today. Yes, basically. Um, like the modern Titans. These are like the... Um, the Heirs um, to the Throne. Heirs to the Throne, yeah. 
Um, definitely in terms of like your download and Sonosphere like yep. type uh, headliners. Spot on. Um, so this album was released in 2007. It's yep. their fourth album. Cool. Um, it was the last album with the Rev on. Um, well, t- technically. Um, he recorded a lot of stuff for Nightmare. Um, yep. Well, demoed a lot of stuff for Nightmare. Yep. But this is like sort of... Um, like the last sort of thing he was properly alive and saw the completion of. Yeah. Um, this is one of the albums that got me into metal music. Cool. And heavier music. Awesome. Um, I love this album. Um, it is such a fantastic mix of heavy... Well, not heavier music, but sort of like well-produced sort of... Um, it's almost like glam metal or something like that. It gets pretty heavy. Yeah. Um, and It's pop metal. Yeah, it is pop metal, and it's a fantastic introduction yeah. and, to... And um, you, you already know that I, I really like this album, so yeah. we can kind of... Yeah. But yeah, it, it's um, pop metal. Yeah, um, I I got into... like This was sort of like the first... Sort of ma- one of the first metal albums that I listened to. I got into Avenged um, because... Well, actually, it was because the Rev died, um, and there was loads of coverage and stuff like that. Um, I think I'd seen them a few times on Kerrang! before, and I was like, oh, yeah, this is cool. Um, but I actually sort of was like, wait, who are like who are this band? Yeah. Um, tell me about this. Like, let me listen to more of this band, and yeah. then came across this. Um, and it really is. I think it's a magnum opus. Like, I think it's. Um, I would completely agree. It is one hundred percent. Well, not one hundred percent, but it's absolutely better than its predecessors. City of Evil is a great album. It is. Um, but it doesn't sort of nail nail as much as this one does. No, completely with you. Um, I, and then Nightmare doesn't really match up. I can't stand Nightmare. Um, but yeah, no, I'm, I, I know you've kind of kind of set me this one, um, yeah. at least partly because you know, with Avenged Sevenfold, I kind of, I love some of their stuff and, and can't stand some of their other stuff. Yeah. Um, great live. Always yes, see them live yeah, really when they're band. not like yeah. 70 quid. Yeah. Um, but, um, but yeah, in general, and, and I love this album. Uh, yeah. I've loved it since it came out, but I haven't listened to it that much recently. Um, so, bear me a second. So, yeah, it starts with critical acclaim. Yeah. Um, straight off the gorgeous church organ intro, you've, yeah. you've got the thing I love. Oh, no, wait, hang on, no. Doing? Um, that's, that's a little piece of heaven. Yeah, no. But um, you've got what I love most about Avenged Sevenfold, which is the really pretty guitars yeah. straight off the bat. Yeah. Um, lyrically, I didn't realise until I came back to it to do this how kind of redneck American this song is. It is. Um, I enjoy, adore the structure immediately. It's great. But the whole, I, I don't know, the don't criticise America kind of feel of it. I don't know. I think... Um... Like from that line that you've highlighted, so how does it feel to know someone's kid in the heart of yeah. America has blood on their hands to protect your rights so you can live a life that offends that very family's existence? Um, I always got the vibe that it was talking about people who were being absolute wankers and like I don't know, like sort of celebrities and stuff. Um, yeah. Nowadays, um, but yeah, actually now I'm sort of looking at it, it is. Um, it is quite. They've never contributed red-necky. a fucking thing to the country they love to criticise. Yeah. It's but yeah, and and. I always got the vibe that it was just about wankers. Yeah, so like, did I. And yeah, then now I'm to it, listen to it after all the I'm stuff like, that's happened oh, in the last shit, couple of yeah. years. It's a bit. But I come back to this later. Uh, to to be fair, 
uh, from a, from a different angle. But um, but yeah, that that kind of put me off a bit. But musically, it's it's superb. Uh, the vocal layering on this is a lot more sophisticated than on their earlier oh, albums. Yeah. All, all the ones that come there after are like it, to be a crazy amount it's of stunningly yeah. well put yeah. together um, throughout, and really yeah. really catchy. I mean. And again, at points I'm gonna I'm gonna delve in and out of doing a track by track. I have yeah, I have done cool. a track by track. Yeah, but, um, but if you the album it. as a whole is very very pop for a heavy album. Yes, um, and very very heavy for a pop album. Uh, it's interesting because you've got sort of bands like um, let's say Pierce and Veil vale or whatever who um, are sort of like I don't know, sort of seen as like the bridge between like pop and metal yeah but cool. I think these guys execute it no, so much more m- much like the more. metal core the flair, is they do it with flair. yeah and, and I've up until this album I'd always dismissed Avenged Sevenfold as style over substance because yeah. they'd always have these photo shoots where they're like, oh we're holding chains oh we've yeah. got hammers oh, yeah, look those. at us wearing sunglasses yeah. inside yeah. oh we're so cool and edgy <laughs> and kind of just laughed at them and then this album came out and went okay fair enough you may be a bunch of posing wankers, but this is this is good stuff. Yeah, this so, this whole fuck it. Right, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I just I feel this justified them to me. Yeah, quite a lot. This album as a whole, and the way it's produced, the way it's mixed, and especially now listening to it when I've got into production myself and mixing myself, it's fucking astounding. It is. It's, it's from start to album. finish. It's just yeah. It's polished. But I don't see that as an insult. No, it's it's superb. It really is. Yeah. I'm really glad you, you said it for me because I haven't listened to this in years. And it was ah, really I'm cool. glad that you've really come back cool and um, enjoyed it. It's ten years since it's released. Yeah, absolutely. Um, have you? Uh, ever... Let's hope we do a tour playing it in full. <laughs> I'd be there. Um, have you? There's um. Did you know there's a sort of a track by track? Um, how well not how they recorded it, but they um did. They took videos of them recording the album, oh, right. um, and cool. they broke it down. So, like, um, it was I watched it on YouTube ages ago. Like, I'll have to uh, hunt like, it down. I don't know, like eight years ago. That or something sounds like that. really interesting. Um, but it wasn't necessarily how they recorded it. It was just sort of like some of the you could see some of the recording, and yeah. it was sort of like a studio diary, but right. like it was sort of okay. track by track. Cool. So yeah, no, it's I'll cool. definitely, I'll definitely give that a look. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you're moving to almost easy, which which for yeah. my for me is a step down. I think too it is too. It's a definite single um, yeah. compared to critical acclaim, which is just sort of like go for it. Yeah. All I do love um, coming back to it. I do love the first line of the album. Shh, quiet. You might piss somebody off. Yeah. Which is really Not cool. Me, yeah, yeah. Um, it's a really cool way to open an album, I think, yeah, as well. I think so, too. Um, but yeah, back, back almost easy. It's yeah. still great. It's still no, a really that, cool tune. That fucking um, the double double time hit of the ride cymbal, like, in the... Ins- no, 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 where it's like... Um, no, um... Oh, I can't remember it now, but anyway. Yeah, yeah, but it's like double hit, yeah, like yeah, the ride symbol, yeah. and it's, it's insane. Well cool. I think they said that like nobody, like just barely anyone who could do that or something like yeah, that. You watch him live, and it's insane. Stuff. Anyway, um, what do you think about the rap as the drummer? Actually, he was good. Yeah, he he was very good. He was lauded kind of as the best. Yeah. in a lot of circles, and he's not. Uh, or, or wasn't I, 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 there's always this thing like 
you can't talk about dead musicians. Don't speak ill of the dead. Exactly. Yeah. But, like, Dimebag was influential. He was not the best guitarist ever. Let's yeah. get that out of the way. Um, and The Rev was influential and was a fantastic composer. He wrote some brilliant yes. drum parts. Yeah. Brilliant composer. But the idea that he's the best drummer ever is yeah. farcical. That thing with the double ride single, it, it's hard. Yeah. I would say 50% of drummers in competent metal bands could do it. Well, yeah, probably. Um, but that's not the point. He wrote it. They yeah. didn't. And it sounds fucking awesome. Yeah, this is, like, that's so, the thing about The Rev as well, is that, like... He wrote really interesting bits. Yeah, but as a general composer as well, like, you've got a little piece of heaven, which yeah, we'll get no, onto. We'll, and, we'll, we'll, but yeah, his, we'll his backing vocals as well, like, yeah. it's, it's quite unusual to sort of have a band of this stature have their drummer sort of be doing their backing yeah. vocals. No, absolutely. Um, I mean, I know obviously they've got like um, Zaki and Sinister like contributing stuff at times time, but there was a lot of input yeah, yeah. from the Rev vocal-wise, oh, which absolutely. is... Absolutely, and, and again, you know, like I say, he, he was fantastic. And it is such a shame because they really did hit it with hit their stride with this. Yeah. And I feel like... I haven't listened to the stage yet. I haven't, but I listened to... Um, I think I started to listen to the single yesterday and I just yeah. turned it off after listening um, to this. I was like, mm, it's just not. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to give it a go, but I just, I really did not like Nightmare. Yeah. At, at did all. you ever listen to, um, what was it? Hail to the King. Yeah. It sounded like a cover album. It just ripped off a load of old rock bands. Yeah. It, it's, it's terrible. Um, and it's such a shame because they, they really were kind of heading in the right direction, I feel. Um, but anyway, yeah, um, the vocal work in this album is really pop, just just throughout, but it still manages to be heavy. Um, it's really funky. Yeah. Really groovy. Like, yeah, there's definitely. so many riffs in yeah. this album. There's a few songs where, where it's not, and I feel it, it fails from that, but Almost Easy definitely is one of the ones where... Bam, 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 bam. Yeah. It's really cool, and I really like that groove. Um, for Matt, you go into Scream. Yeah. Which um, has the really groovy intro riff again. And I really like that main kind of um, arpeggio, the ascending arpeggio yeah. that they do with the riff. Because, again, it's experimental. It's something that's not... Yeah, it's yeah. something that you don't really, really very hear. Um, goes into a pretty standard verse riff, which is, is still great. It's yeah. just a lot more standard. Um, the chorus structure on this one's almost like 90s rock. Scream, scream, scream away. But no, the um, <laughs>、でーんでーんでーんでーんでーんでーんでーんでーんでーんでーんでーんでーんでーんでーんでーんでーんでーんでーんでーんでーんでーんでーんでーんでーんでーんでーんでーんでーんでーんでーんでーんで
Um, and I never thought he was very good at being heavy. Um, to to be honest, uh, he, I mean, part of the reason why there's no screaming on this is because he blew his vocal cords. Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't he know that. really injured himself because he was screaming the wrong way. Well, I'm not surprised. Um, and it's almost, I feel bad to say, it's almost a godsend. It is, yeah. Because this album he's... would have been very different otherwise. Yeah. Very different. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's really cool. Um, Afterlife. is like the song that everyone knows. Yeah, I love the intro. Yeah. Um, again, you know, I like the use of non-identical instruments yeah. in metal because every every fucking metal band is two guitars, bass, drums, vocals. Yeah, um, which is cool, and there's a lot you can do with it. But it's nice when you hear, you know, strings or brass or yeah. whatever. And again, you know, listening to albums like this ends up making me incorporate brass bands and shit like that. Excellent. That's always what we like to hear. But, um, but yeah. it may be expensive for you. Yeah. If you can't get the sample. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is, um, I don't know, it's more rock, but also experimenting with the limits yeah, of that. Yeah, definitely. Um, this is definitely a hard rock song, I'd say, yeah. rather than like a metal. Um, yeah. You could either call it pop metal or hard rock, like whichever way you want to see it is, yeah. uh, is probably I, correct. But... Uh, I would say it's a metal... No, it's, it's a metal album. There's enough... It's a polished metal album, yes. and that's a very and different... it's a very poppy metal album. Yeah, it's very different in the sense that, like, Metallica write a metal album. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I know it's a really weird one, because, you know, you could play this to, to someone who likes pop, and the majority of it they'd, they'd enjoy. Yeah. Which you... is cool. It's like a gateway. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. It's really, really good. But, I mean, this is the thing, like, a song like Afterlife was sort of, like, a gateway to me into, yeah. like, other stuff, and, yeah. Yeah. It's cool. Um, but, no, for, I mean, for example, the, the strings and the breakdown at the end of this are yeah. inspired. It's yeah. superb. It's so well put in. And it comes back to what we've talked about with Frank Turner, what we've talked about with Devin, what we've talked about with Opeth, is they just put in the right thing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they know exactly like what um, they need, and they're not going to like. And I love that around they, and don't, they don't let the form the sake of it. L- limit them yeah. by the fact by who they've got in the band. If they yeah. get a point where they're like, "No, we need this as a sample. We need this as a guest musician. We need this as something." Mm. They're just going to fucking bring it in, and yeah. that's really cool. I really respect respect that. Yeah. Um, to be honest, uh, Gunslinger. Yeah. Uh, this song came right out of left field. It's it's a weird one, isn't it? I was the same. I remember sort of listening to this for the first time and being like, "What? What is this song?" I don't think I liked it when I was um, yeah when when this came out. Uh, when I would have been sixteen, I guess. Yeah. When I, when I heard this, um, I really like it now. It's a really yeah. nice take on like a, a Western country song, and not not just kind of the intro, which is straight up Western country, but the rest mm. of the song all follows a Western country structure. It's interesting because I hadn't picked up on that because, uh, like, obviously I'm yeah. not a musician. No, it's really it's, the same extent it, it's that you all are. pentatonic scales. It's, yeah, it's basically like yeah, it's um, it's like Leonard Skinner meets um. Uh, like, like I don't even know. So, but you said that you, you didn't like it when they did Redneck. I don't like it when they're Redneck dickheads. I like, I like Redneck sounds. I'm joking. Um, 
I like the sound of my rednecks being yeah. slaughtered. Yeah. Hmm. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, it's really good. Uh, and again, there's a gorgeous guitar solo, but we, we barely... It's Avenged. Like, we barely just, need to mention yeah, that at this point. It's like, like when I was talking about Slipknot, I was like, oh yeah, like this song's really heavy and it's really good. Well, there's a nice it's drum Slipknot. pattern. So we don't really need to talk about that because we know that that's what Slipknot's about. Indeed, it's what they do. Um, Unbound. Yeah. And I'm going to say now this song, Almost Easy and Lost, blend into one. Yeah. Uh, for myself, all three are good. They've all got elements that separate them. Like the piano rolls in this are yeah. gorgeous. The yeah. I really like um, the weird drum fills. Yeah. The sort of... Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. After yeah. the chorus. No, they're, they're cool. But um, throughout the chorus and the verse, basically these three songs all have exactly the same drum rhythm. Okay. And it and and kind of song structure. Yeah. Uh, that's not to say it's bad. No, they're I just, I can completely appreciate that. They just completely blend into one. That's for myself. fair enough. Um, um, and the triplet section near the end is gorgeous in this. Yeah. Again, arpeggios. Yeah. You're always going to win me over with arpeggios, guys. Yeah. Um, they're, they're just pretty. Um, but yeah, it's not one of the most memorable. Yeah, I think um, that's sort of maybe the downfall with them writing this like sort of poppy album. Like There are songs that definitely blend more into each other than, um, than like maybe you... They, I don't know what to But that happens with metal like, albums yeah. as well. Yeah, exactly. Like that, that happens with, with loads of stuff at the end of the day. It's just with an album that does have some truly exceptional songs on. This sort um, of blunt is, yeah. No, they, I, I can definitely appreciate they, that. They're just kind of, yeah, filler for me. That's but, fair um, enough. It's interesting because Almost Easy was like the big single, wasn't yeah. it? So, well, again, it's very accessible. Yeah. But it's really good. Brompton Cocktail, when I first heard this, I, I really didn't didn't like it. As in, um, first heard it recently? Or? No, right back, way yeah. back. Because I completely misunderstood what it was about. Okay. Um, I, I thought that it was almost glorifying suicide. Um, okay. From, again, this is initially, not now. Yeah. Because it's all like, you know, I can take my life for one, blah, blah, blah. And of course, you look into the lyrics and it's not that at all. Yeah. In the slightest. It's a song about euthanasia. Right. Okay. You see, I'd never, I don't think I've delved that much really? into um, Avenged lyrically. It's worth doing because mo- most of it, from, most of it's fluff. Apart from... Um, Little Piece of Heaven. Yeah. Mo- most of it's fluff, um, but every now and again they do kind of come out like, um, there are other lyrics for this because it is important and there's literally one line that changes the entire... Context of the song. Context of the song. Yeah. Um, which is this fir- first bit here. Ah, Yeah. Yeah? Doc, I'm dying, I'm feeling compromised and so dehumanised. I lost yeah. my final fight to disease. I feel that this is where it ends. I need that shot to enter my vein, my Brompton cocktail blend. Yeah. Um, so if you miss out the fact that they lost the fight to disease, yeah, it's advocating suicide. Yeah, absolutely. And it's really, really interesting Without that, context, that that just changed my entire yeah. kind of... Because euthanasia, yeah. I'm completely in support of. You know, yeah. at the end of the end of the oh, day, yeah, yeah, for sure. the policy of life at any cost is ludicrous. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, whereas advocating suicide, like the um, there's a verse that's like, um, 
you know, if you don't bear in mind that it's about that, yeah. Um, I take my life tonight because I have the right to die how I want it and leave how I like arrive so alive. Yeah, it sort of sounds like overdosing or something. Yeah, it, it, it sounds like teenage pure. I'm going to kill myself yeah. way as opposed to. I've got the choice to end this life. If, yeah, before like if, I before I just wither away. Yeah, absolutely. And it's so interesting how just one line in a song can change the entire yeah context of it. Context. Yeah, I, I found that really interesting. Um, how how long did it take you to get I the context? I think originally it took me a few listens through um, again because I wasn't listening that, that carefully and and also because I'm distracted by that fucking amazing riff <laughs> at the beginning of this song um, that boom it's it's one of the catchiest metal riffs this side of Crazy Train yeah uh, by Ozzy Osbourne and Crazy Train that riff leads into a shit song fight me <laughs> um, whereas <laughs> You're just trying to piss people off. Oh uh, yeah, I might piss somebody off. <laughs> um, now, nah, you, you know Crazy Train, though, right? Yeah. The the best riff ever. Go, like, so you go, burn and burn and burn and burn and burn. Goes into <laughs> fuck off, mate. You don't. Oh. You go big or you go home. Yeah. You just home. Go big or go home. Woo. And the train went home. The train went Dickens. home. Um, but yeah, gorgeous riff. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, it was really interesting that that kind of um, changed it around. And this also made me reassess my opinion coming back to it today because yeah. I'd, I'd forgotten kind of what this song was about and um, so on. Made me um, it, the viewpoints very at odds with the Republican values that are espoused in critical acclaim, mm. uh, which makes me reflect back on it a lot more favourably because it's clearly a stance they've taken for themselves rather than just been. S- Fed yeah. by Fox or... or yeah. do, do you get what I mean? No, absolutely, like, yeah. Because the, the whole... I don't know, the whole soldiers fighting for your rights thing normally goes hand in hand with life at any cost. Yeah, definitely. And it's interesting because I'm from Orange County, um, California, and, like, yeah. California is notoriously, like, a, like a liberal state. Yeah. But I think Orange County no, and, like, Orange Huntington County Beach is, yeah, is yeah. like, is quite Republican, so that doesn't surprise me. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, if they are sort of... Uh, but again, values. I've got I've got no problem with with somebody forming their own opinion on the subject. Yeah, uh, you know, so so long as they formed it at the end of the day, um, unless it's you know a ridiculous opinion. Oh yeah, um, definitely. Like it's it's a shame that people think like that. But if you come to your own conclusion, yeah, no, and, and, and fuck it, you know, at, at the end of the day, critical acclaim painted it to me like they were just spouting the same shit that Fox News does. And this yeah. clearly shows that they're not. Yeah. So I'll give them the benefit of the doubt yeah. at the end of the day. Maybe I've read too much into critical acclaim. Perhaps, yeah. Um, um, I would like to revisit the lyrics and sort of see like what other people have yeah, with definitely. annotations and but stuff But it, like um, it is interesting for a band that are um, generally, especially with this album, going for, uh, with the exception of a couple of songs, yeah. going for kind of crowd-pleasing songs yeah definitely over and most of the songs on this album are fluff they're not really about much yeah they are um, very much like there's nothing yeah. wrong with no, fluff no you're right though like, um, there's there's not that much uh, yeah. well that's fine it's it. very interesting they've got two songs that are quite polarizing yeah uh well two <laughs> we'll get <laughs> yeah <laughs> but um but yeah no it's it's a really cool song and yeah. um and that riff is just catchy as shit um lost as i previously mentioned this song kind of blends but I I went on and off the use of autotune vocals in this song. 
Yeah. Because um, it's almost Daft Punk in the chorus. Yeah. What do you think about it? I I think it's cool, and I think uh, where I have a problem with like auto tune is when you're sort of like pitch correcting pop singers and stuff like that. Yeah. When you're using it to affect and you're doing it very obviously. Yes. Um, to achieve a certain sound. I'm absolutely fine with that. I think it can sound really cool, like it does in here. Yeah. No, that's cool. Um, like I think you've mentioned. Yeah, there. no, it's, right. <laughs> like, it's really, really odd to hear it at the forefront in metal. Yeah, um, it's an industry standard now. Yeah. So any any rock album, any metal album you will hear in in kind of 2000 onwards. Yeah. Um, will have auto tune on it. Yeah, definitely. Um, pretty much to at least a, a 15%. I haven't put any on mine yet. Haven't you? So um, it's going to be funny when I do. And suddenly I sound it. amazing. <laughs> like, um, but, um, but yeah, it's generally around 50, 15% correction. So it's yeah. only really pulling in the edges. Okay. So you're never going to notice it. Yeah. Uh, pop industry standard is 30 to 50% okay, correction, yeah, so, yeah. which is crazy high. This... And this is about a 70%, yeah. I would say. I mean, this is the thing, like... Um, like I mentioned Galantis earlier, their yeah. album, they use a lot of auto-tune vocals, yeah. but they're doing it for effect yeah, rather than for it, like... do it. It's an yeah. effect. Yeah. Use it as an effect. Yeah, don't it's... use it to mask... No. Like, and, and I really like that. Like, there's bits sing. in other songs on this album where it annoys me because yeah. they are using a kind of pop level. They're using about Yeah, 30, like, you, 30, can, 30, you can sort of hear it. Whereas, um, like, when whereas they're Whereas this, actually... fuck it, roll with yeah. it. Go for it. Yeah. Um, no, I, I enjoy it, but again, the, the like, track... Blends, the track yeah. blends in. Very Standard stuff. Um... So let's just go straight into it. Yeah? Yeah? Uh, a Little Piece of Heaven. Hell wow. yes. What the fuck? This is uh, ridiculous. I think this is like one of the third songs that I heard or something. And I was like, holy shit, what is this? It's so ambitious. Yeah. So, and it works. It's, it's really, you know... It's insane, just like... Surprising that the it... The level of... Experimentation yeah. of, of composition, just the grandiose. It's, sort it's of... a masterpiece. It's a it masterpiece. Is, it is. It, is. it absolutely stunning. is. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, half the backing orchestra could have been written by Danny Elfman. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and for sure. The song is also very Tim Burton kind yeah. of in, inspired. But the chuck a track like this in the middle of a metal album is crazy. I mean, and it yeah, is a, it's and a metal track. Yeah, but... it is. It is. Um, I think it really says a lot for Rev, like the Revs of composing ability. So did he compose all of this one? Yeah, yeah, he did. He wrote all of it. Stunning. Um, apparently, I think they were in a cabin in the woods or something like that, yeah. just writing um, for the album or something like that. And, or he went off into a cabin in the woods and came back with this yeah. and like had this crazy story for it and all this sort of stuff and had like this vision of his head in his head, like that it was going to be this big sort of like symphony piece. Yeah. Um, well, it certainly worked. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and it's insane. Like the story is so dark as it's well. It's really, really cool. Um, um, but for, it's for really if, cool. If there's one person listening who doesn't know, it's about a guy who kills his girlfriend because he feels that they're uh, they're getting along too well. Yeah. And he's worried that something's going to change, so he kills her and keeps her for activities, <laughs> and then she comes back to life and kills him. Yeah. And then they get married. Yeah. And have a big dead funeral. And yeah. kill everyone. Yeah. It's pretty cool. I love all the little... Um, you should definitely... If you... Uh, like, um... I don't know whether, like, you... Uh, like, when we said about the track... The videos of the tracks being composed and stuff like that. Yeah. 
Um, you should definitely watch the yeah. version of this, um, the like how they made a little piece of heaven. No, I will. Um, because you can see like uh, Zaki and uh, Sinster like recording, um, like Zaki's um, the Rev, right. not the Rev, but like the Reverend in the song. Right. I think, yeah. and like you see him recording, it, it's like, do you take this man to be your lawfully That's wedded cool. husband? And it's like, yes, yeah. I do. And like you see all the different vocalists coming and recording really the cool. parts, which like is that. really interesting. No, that's really and cool. That's it's, really good. Yeah. And um, and again. Again, like I like I like Arion. I like songs with different yeah. narrative voices. Yeah. I like things where it does dart around and um Yeah, it's no. It's just I a just, vision of this song is one of the biggest things I love about this song though is the fact that if you do casually listen to it, yeah. if it's just playing in the background, you might even just think it was a normal love song. Yeah. Because the chorus is just like we fell apart, at least for the most part. But everybody's gotta die sometime, yeah, yeah. Like, it's really standard bullshit. Yeah. And you're just like, okay, cool, whatever. Yeah. Then you listen then to it. Yeah, then in the context of the song, you're like, Because in the shit. end, I always knew that my little crime would go cold. That's why I bought a heater you for your thighs. thighs. And you're like, hang on, what? Yeah. Like, it's fucking dark yeah. as shit, but I love how, like, there's two levels to it. Yes, definitely. Yeah, there's a sort of very bass. It's a masterpiece. Yeah. It's an absolute masterpiece. And there's no other song on the album that comes close. Yeah. My, and that's not to say the rest of the album isn't good, because it is. But this but is But this is like above stunning. and beyond. Yeah. It's absolutely stunning. I agree with you. Like um, 125.7%. Yeah. yeah. Um, dear God. <laughs> I've seen the end of it. <laughs> Uh, I know it's cliche to have a much softer track. I, I think, yeah. There's nothing else they could have done after a little piece of heaven. Yeah, absolutely. They so, could have gone out on a little piece of heaven, but I do like I, this. I, it it's a lovely different. song. Yeah. It's a nice rock song to fade out in the album. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, I, it's really pretty. It's really cool. The, yeah. the acoustic guitars are really nice. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, they, they couldn't have gone into another statement piece after yeah I don't know I think because heaven. I always sort of I think I haven't listened to this for a while and I thought that A Little Piece of Heaven was the final track did you um, I thought no, I, I knew Dear God was on it but like I wasn't sure whether they were swapped around a bit and I I don't know like I do like Dear God I think it's a really good song I just think after like A Little Piece of Heaven like um, uh, anything it's an outro isn't yeah, it yeah it is it's like a postscript like, Definitely. like as you described um, "Glory Hallelujah" on Frank Turner's yeah. album, you were like, "It's the song that like um, plays as the like credits are rolling." Yeah, yeah, yeah. As everyone files out of the auditorium. Yeah, but, but what the fuck? It fades out. I'm sorry. What the fuck. I'm sorry. I think I'd forcibly remove that from my mind. Right, never, ever, fade. ever <laughs> fade out on an album. That Don't is, do it. Yeah, I, I mean, haven't listened to Trivium in 10 years because... because they faded out on the crusade. <laughs> oh, dear. They faded out on the crusade. <laughs> 10 years. They've released... Apparently, Shogun's brilliant and I need to listen to it. No. <laughs> Don't fade out on me. The Unforgiven. But it's fucking... You don't yeah, do it, no, man. I'm, I'm, And it's I'm really... Yeah, I am. I don't know, it was so disappointing because I started and I'm like, no, no, don't do it, don't yeah. do it. Don't, oh, you dickheads. You fucking just, idiots. You could have done so much better. If you put as much effort as these guys have into this album, yeah. and it is, like you say, it's polished to a mirror shine. It is oh, absolutely oh, yeah. 
stunningly composed, stunningly put together, even if there are repetitive bits in it, as a whole, the production is unbelievable. You take the effort to write a proper fucking ending. Exactly, yeah. You, it's just know, lazy. T- yeah, it's lazy. Yeah. Uh, and it's really... Upsetting. Yeah, because it's just... It's such a good album. The, yeah, there's so much potential there. And, it's such a good album. Yeah. All it would have taken was a few chords at the end. Yeah. Blam and boom and Maybe you should uh, write an outro for them. Write an outro. Well, yeah. literally, you just need to do a few chords and yeah. it would be fine. Yeah. But um, I'm with you. It's not even like they had to write a I difficult agree. piece. No, I agree. But, uh, sorry, sorry, I'm ranting. <laughs> but um, but no, as a whole, uh, again, coming back to this album, uh, I think I enjoyed it even more. Than, than like when I used to listen to it. Okay, um, that's really cool. Knowing, it's glad I'm glad that you came back to it and like yeah, you got, definitely really got something out of it. Um, knowing more about music and knowing more about composition, it's more impressive. Um, yeah. the vocals in particular throughout the entire album, the layering, the way they're put together is fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. Abs- From and, a production standpoint, like you can't really ask for much more than no, this album. No, it's um, it's ludicrously good. Yeah, and I will listen to the stage. I'll see see what it's like. Because Reese, who... Well, there was one in between that, wasn't there? Because there was Nightmare, Fuck then there was... Yeah, Nightmare, Hell to the King, Stage. Yeah. Something like that. Um, or the album that has Hell to the King on. Yeah, but... Um, no, I will give it a listen, because Reese, Reese says it's pretty good. Um, oh, okay. And you trust Reese? I trust I trust Reese yeah. to give him value. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, no, it was really. It's been a really cool, cool couple of weeks. To yeah, be definitely. De- de- yeah, going with, into heavy, big ones, heavy stuff. Yeah. To be honest, yeah, the um, big guns from uh, the 2000s. Yeah, which um, I, I think I think wraps it up for that. Yeah, definitely. So we recommendation. Yeah, what dun, is dun, your dun, recommendation dun. this week? I've got quite a few recommendations. I think. Where are we? Dun, 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 you dun, lost dun, them. Dun. Don't lose no, them. I got them. Don't lose them. Cool. So, um, first off, um, and I'm going to start off with Outlast 2. Yeah. Um, Outlast 2 got released while I was in uh, America. Yeah. I immediately bought it and spent the rest of the time, well, aside from being very busy, looking forward to playing it, got <laughs> home, chickened out. Uh, got around to playing it earlier today with my friend Adam Round. Yeah. Terrified myself. Yeah. 15 minutes in quick. Can't do it. Um it's going to be like the first Outlast where I play it in 15 minute intervals because it's fucking horrible. That's a good plan. But it's amazing. It's yeah. really, really like the atmosphere, the depth. Uh, it, it seems really cool. And I'm looking forward to playing it. Yeah. And if you're too much of a wimp for Outlast 2, uh, Skyrim, which I'm revisiting because I'm too much of a wimp for Outlast 2. Fair enough. Um, I've put on a load of mods. Currently I'm doing a mod where basically they've redone all of Resident Evil in Skyrim. Okay. Which is really cool. Yeah. Uh, check it out. Um, what about you? We, shall I go through? Or do yeah, you... go on. Okay. Take, take us the whole way through. Slam it through. I don't have cool. that much, sorry. Um, yesterday I went to see Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Uh, fantastic. Really great fun. Yeah. I saw someone post a status that was like, oh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2 was silly but entertaining. I'm like, that's the fucking point. Yeah. You don't go there looking for political commentary. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> you, know? yeah. You, want, you want silly and entertaining yeah. when you seeing Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, New York, man. New York's fucking incredible. New York, New York. You should you should go check it yeah. out. 
go there. Uh, go to Broadway, see Phantom of the Opera, which is stunning. Yeah. See Avenue Q, which is hilarious. I'm trying to blast through these because otherwise I'll talk about them for like okay. ages. Um, and escape rooms. Yes, um, I would also like to recommend I've, that. I've done um, several now. And the Great Escape in Leeds, the submarine yeah. uh, warfare one is really fun. It's really, really cool. I can also recommend the Devil's Playground and uh, Underworld. Yeah. They're, they're opening asylum soon. Yeah. Are you thinking about it? Y- yeah, like I'd definitely be up for it. Awesome. Especially cool. if it's free. <laughs> It won't be but, free. I know. It'll be like 17 quid. Yeah, okay. But, cool. um, yeah, no, but yeah, uh, escape rooms, they're yeah. really cool. They're, they're in most, most major cities have them now, but um, they're yeah. great fun, really cool immersive experience with your friends. Absolutely. Rumi. Um, girls, once again, I'm recommending Girls, the TV show, not just okay. Girls in general, but if you like Girls, girls in general. Girls are then. pretty cool. Um, yeah, I'm re-watching it. Season, just finished season one, um, and it's great. It is just like, it's really funny, like in a sort of... Uh, I don't know, like, um, like they say stuff that isn't supposed to be funny, and well, like right. they they're, they're not like when they're saying stuff, they're not trying to be funny, but like obviously they've written it to be funny, if that makes sense. Yeah. The characters aren't trying to be funny, okay. but like, yeah, That's but cool. it's it's really awesome. I don't know whether I've mentioned Bojack Horseman. Then you have, but fucking um, mention it. But yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna it's recommend good. that again. Don't watch the title um, screen <laughs> because that's really awesome. It's scary. Um, I would like to recommend the Sigma. Art lens, uh, the oh, 20, million, 20 lens. millimeter one, yeah, it's, it's pretty, really awesome. It's, pretty sexy. it's cool, yeah, um, getting some fun angles and stuff with that. Um, obviously, like people probably who are listening to this podcast aren't looking for a camera lens, at least not one in that price range. Um, so hire Romy and she can take pictures with her Sigma lens. Yes, exactly. Pow. Um, and then another plug for the Chorus FM in the spotlight feature that I mentioned earlier. If you're looking cool. for some new music, um, alternative um, music then I would definitely recommend awesome. that Good especially stuff. the sort of stuff that like people may know that I'm into um, it's it's really cool I've been listening to some cool bands on there epic um, so yeah give that a listen fantastic or check that out good so, stuff so yeah next week's album absolutely yeah what um what are you setting for me um I've changed my mind during this podcast okay uh, because you've said you're really listening to kind of like EDM yeah. and things like that. Okay. Um, I'm going to set you Cell Dweller's End of an Empire. Ooh, okay. That's cool. Uh, I'm going to need to send you the track list because there's like four versions. Right, okay. Some of them are like ridiculously long. Okay. But the main album is a standard okay. standard length album. Yeah. Um, but yeah, should be fun. Should okay. be cool. That's cool. I'm excited. What are you in the mood for? I don't know. I'm I'm pretty nothing too light at the minute. Nothing too light. No, I'm enjoying I'm enjoying kind of and I've got Arion to listen to which is going to be my sleepy stuff. Okay. So let's see. When you say nothing too light, do you mean like not like Jack's mannequin or do you no, mean Jack's like mannequin would be fine. That's something with drums in it basically. Something with drums <laughs> so, in it. No. Okay. Um Right, I'm just trying to decide because I've got this big list here and I couldn't decide. Oh, I know what I'm going to set you. Okay. Um Fee Fighters the color and the shape. Okay, cool. I don't know that album. Yeah, okay, cool. Awesome. But I do know Foo Fighters. Yeah. But I don't know that album. Okay, awesome. But I do know Foo Fighters. Yeah. But I don't know that album. You'll Colour know some shape. of the um, singles okay. and stuff. But that's cool. That's awesome. But Good yeah. stuff. I'm excited for it. Yeah, Which Excellent. concludes our week of uh, New Metal Titans. Yeah. So thanks very much, guys. And we'll, uh, see you next time. See you next Have time. Have a good week. Bye-bye. Bye.